Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Keep Swimming Podcast. This is your host, Adrian Jackson. I'm in the studio again with our co-host, Donovan Jackson. Bro, how we doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you doing, my brother? Ah, oh, man, I'm doing good, man. Good to see you again. Like your little dress getting longer. Of course. Always. <laughs> I see Never you. Never stop growing. I see you, bro. It's slaying it. All right, so today I have a very special guest within the studio with us today. This dude, it's my brother, man. Another brother from another mother, college roommate, fraternity brother, business partner on multiple levels, enough said partner, president enough said. So I just want to bring to the mic Mr. Mario Lewis. Lou, how we doing, bro? What's going on, Adrian, bro? Uh, man, I just, you know, grateful for you. Invite me onto your show, bro, and I'm excited, man. This, this is going to be fun. Super excited. Adrian's my bro, man. That's my that's my frat brother, K. Side till we die, man. Yo. 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 <laughs> nah, new for real though, man. I I appreciate you more than anything. Come out here, bro, man. I know it's probably a little nerve wracking and stuff, a little random, but mm-hmm. yeah, man. I'm just glad you're here today, bro. And uh, <clears throat> so the reason I invite you on the show today is because I know you have a lot of. <clears throat> Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. That's a little So, uh, <laughs> so um, the reason I brought you on the show today, Noop, is because I know you got a lot of great traits in you that I always admire. Definitely, you know, watching you, growing up with you. We went through a lot together. And one trait that's always stood out f- for me, for sure, is your ability to lead by example, bro. I feel that um, you've always been a leader. Definitely. It, it don't even matter. Like in Kappa, you've been a leader. When we was doing Crown Me, you was the leader. When we was doing Enough Said, you was the leader. And I always just like how you have the ability to just say, yo, I'm about to take these steps and y'all can catch up with me. So, you know, I, I just love your leadership, bro. Absolutely, man. And, um, you know, I think that attribute more so, I would probably say my father. My father was a huge uh, leader in this community for, I would say, over 20 years. He, right. He had enough said the organization that me and you were you know mm-hmm. over and he the one that passed that down to me so you know his leading by example led me to you know do the right. same so that's definitely where i got that from right so like can you like so i'm guessing you're gonna give like ultimate honors to your pops then he was the first true leader you really saw in absolutely life. absolutely and just to go into detail man my pops grew up in la mm-hmm. um you know south central la inglewood he was all over la and he grew up fatherless, you know, mm-hmm. so one of his biggest goals, it was funny because he was just telling me this story yesterday. He said one of his biggest goals when he was a young kid, he said seven, eight years old, he was to sit on the stoop. Mm-hmm. And he would say, I will never be like my father, you know, mm-hmm. not coming around. He said, I will always be in my kid's life. And, you know, that just that just stuck to me, man. You know, when you really look at L.A. and just the demographics among, you know, African-American males whose fatherless mm-hmm. is astronomical. So, you know, that stuck with me and, you know, I always said I would be a great father. You know, I got two little girls now and so, right. you know, I got to lead by example for them. You right. Know, I got to show them what, you know, a man looks like and, you know, I got to be an example to them too because, you know, one day they're going to be dating. So, you right. know, I exactly. want to date similar to, <laughs> to dad or anybody who I bring by, you exactly. know, by the house or anything like that. So, absolutely, man. Yeah, no, you want them to make sure they see what a good male is supposed absolutely. to be. And absolutely. And it actually goes back to, you know, at the house this weekend. Yeah. We was talking with my nieces about dating a little bit. And yeah. I was like... I really told my niece, I was like, man, honestly, if the boy can't ask the question, where do you see me in five years? Or yeah. where do you want to be at in five years? Absolutely. If he can't answer that question, you might not want to talk to him. Absolutely. You know, and like you said, we got to set that example for them. Right Absolutely. Now, for sure. Absolutely. It, it, was, it was imperative that I set the example because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people say you, you get mature in age, but I, I totally mm-hmm. disagree. I think you just get mature with, with wisdom, with putting the dumb stuff, you know, to life. the side, you know, with life. So, you know, I don't think it's an age thing. You got 40 year old man who's 
immature as ever. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, it was just, it was it was time, man. It was time for me to mature up. You know, I got little ones looking after me, and you know, kids don't do what you say; they do what you do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was a huge reason, and that's the reason why I tried to lead. You know, by example, I got a lot of nieces and nephews. I got you know younger siblings. I got younger cousins. You know, I got a lot right. of them. You know what I'm saying? And so. You know, I always want them to be better than me. I want them to be able to stand on my shoulders and look way further ahead than, you know, right. I was able to, because I was able to do that with my father. Right. And, and then you fast forward it to what I'm 31 years old now, mm-hmm. and just, you know, being about, being around other mentors and, you know, other great men, and, you know, they're, they're showing me more about life than I didn't even know, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's always about leveling up and getting around people who um, are leading by example for one, right. and, you know, who's gonna, you know, tell you what you you know need to hear not what you what you want to hear right you know? exactly. so that was huge for me people I never I never grew up with people always told me what I wanted to hear mm-hmm. like my childhood my dad was tough bro my dad no. was a tyrant my dad was like we don't do it like that we do it like this and he, he would break me down bro right he would break me down and give me the real and so you know that's that's pretty much where it came from right right no no I fully understand because like same with me you know my pops led by example Absolutely. and like my favorite thing that he always told me is Ain't nobody gonna do it for you. Yep. You know, and he'll walk away. Absolutely. You know, I'll be out there working on the car by myself. I'm like, nobody gonna do it for you. You better change them brakes. <laughs> you know, but that's what I needed to push me. You yep. know, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lie. I'm really happy to say that my father was in my life and yep. really teach me. You know, I know a lot of males out there didn't have a father figure mm-hmm. in their life, and you know that felt that part did set them back some. So Absolutely. I'm really, I'm, I'm so happy. So yeah, I have my father's sure. life. You know, love you, pops. Man. Hope you listen to this. Same here. Love you, pops. <laughs> yes, OG. Sir. I call him my OG. Tell <laughs> Max you. call him OG. So that's not the true OG. My yeah. dad's legend, living legend. Absolutely. So, uh, so I guess one of my first questions for you is: When did you realize you was a leader? Like, what was your first step into leadership? Dude, that is so funny you ask that because I was literally so I'm reading. I read a lot of John Maxwell. Mm-hmm. He's like leadership guru. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, and so know. he he kind of he narrated the Bible. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about. Sorry to get biblical, but I think this is necessary. He's talking about. He's talking about Moses and Exodus, and and one thing that he talks about. If you if you look at how Moses was in Exodus, he was he was like inferior. He wasn't he wasn't a confident man. Right. You know he he he. God coached him up. You mm-hmm. know, and so I guess my point is, you know, I don't think leaders are born. Leaders are made. You know, and I say that because he was coached up through all the little stories in Moses. I mean, in Exodus, you'll see that Moses was coached up right. to lead, you know, to lead those people. Right. And um, that was deep because it was like, I don't think I was ever just like, I think I had leader traits and leader qualities, but I don't ever think I was just like born to be, you know, a leader. You know, I, well, you're, you're born to be a leader, but you don't, you don't, you don't possess those qualities and right. those characteristics because you ain't have no experience in life. Yeah, you gotta pull them out. Yeah, so you gotta pull them out. And so how do you pull them out? I don't know. Being like I said, my dad was leading by example. I seen it through observation. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I learned. I learned my oldest brother, who I looked up to immensely. You know, mm-hmm. and the dude was like, you know, it was like a living legend right. growing up. You know, he was a football star. He was in the Catholic league. All of that. <laughs> he did everything. And so I got a chance to look at every single mistake that he did, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like either I repeat those same mistakes or I learn from his mistakes. Right. And so I took, you know, I took those moments and those teachings to where I was able to learn from his, his mistakes. Right. And I was like, okay, now I can put that tool in my tool bag. And then, yeah. you know, I see my pops do stuff. My pops was, you know, my pops was a great dude. He taught us what he knew. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't, he didn't have a father in his life. So he was kind of just, you know, he was, he was building know. the blueprint. He, he didn't know what he was doing. And so, you know, I seen some stuff he was doing, and I'm like, okay, I'll take that. That I really wasn't feeling. You know what I'm saying? And then, 
you know, I get around men now who I really, really look up to and I see the way they lead, you know, by example and, 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 and you know, lead by example, you know, through, through their, through their, uh, through their faith and, you mm -hmm. know, through their marriage and through being a father and stuff like that. And so I take those qualities in, and I put it in. So, you know, it was, it wasn't just, you know, I was born a leader one day, right. you know, I think just over time and I, I was, I was built up, you know, to be a leader through observation, through, you know, experience in life, through, you know, great men and even great women, you know, coming in and out of my life. Right. I think that's really where it came from. Right. No, and I love it because like, you know, going back to John Maxwell, he always says, um, I'm not gonna quote this 100%, so yeah. don't quote me on this, but he always talks about, um, they say that um, age comes with, or experience comes with age. Uh -huh. Or the wiser you, the older you get, the wiser you get. Right. But he was talking about like, no, it doesn't actually get like that. Just because you're older, you're not wiser. Absolutely. It's the ability to evaluate your experience. Absolutely. Which is what makes you grow and get to the next level. Evaluate experience, absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't evaluate that experience, you don't get to the next level, and you did exactly you know, you took the people that were ahead of you, evaluated your experience, and then like, oh no, I'm gonna veer a little bit different this way. Yeah. I'll go this way, go Absolutely. that way. Cause like, uh, if you're just like me, you're the first one to graduate college, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so, and that's what I did. I, you know, I evaluated my sister's experience going to college, my brother's experience, and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna go that far, but at the same time, I'm not gonna stay home, I'm gonna yeah. go in the middle. Absolutely. You know, and that's how I ended up going to Reno. And then my mindset was, like I said, lead by example, I got a younger brother. I got younger sisters. Yep. I want to let them know that they can do it. Absolutely. So that's why I had to finish, yep. you know. So I, I fully understand you, bro. Absolutely, I fully man. Fully on that one, bro. For sure. Yeah. So, um, so what drives you to keep going there? Like, what, what's, what's the fuel to your fire? Uh, you know what, man? I think, I think that motive has changed over time. You know what? I guess before I was married, you know, before I had kids, it was just like. You know, I wanted to be the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Money, yeah. I, I, I want people to know, like, yo, like Mario did something. Mario was right. the man, but you know, that's then that becomes you you confiding in what people think too much. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you know after you turn your life after I turned my life over to Jesus, mm -hmm. it, it totally changed 360, right? You know, right. first and foremost, man, I just want to live out, you know, my Christian-based life. You know, I, I want to be the man that God has called me to be. Mm -hmm. I want to be the husband that God has called me to be, and I want to be the father, you right. know, that God has called me to be. I'm not too uh, hyped up in like a job title or anything like that. You know, my, my main leading motivators are God, my faith, my wife, and my kids. Right. That's it, you know. I, I want to give them the world and, you know, it, it takes me, you know, leading by example, mm -hmm. you know, associating with good people like yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and just doing the right thing, man. You yeah. know, overall, just doing the right thing, and, and, and that's what it that's what it comes down to. Right, no, and I feel I feel you on that one. That's and that's exactly what you have to do. You have to you know your example. You know people are watching you. For sure. So you want to make sure that the people are watching see something good coming Absolutely. out of you. Absolutely. That's, that's real good. I like that, bro. Yeah. So um, I guess what my next question is is um, do you ever get scared being a leader? Because you know you, you have to be the first one to stick your head out there. Like, is, is it scary to you? Do you fear it at all? Yeah, man, I think, you know, I, absolutely, man. You know, and, and it's so funny because I recently learned this, you know, from one of my mentors, and it's like, we all experience fear. Right. You know, it's kind of like the inevitable. But then when you talk about courage, it's like courage is doing something that you're fearful of. Like, say, right. you know, you're fearful to do that, but the courage is actually doing it. Right. You know, and that would, that's what makes you courageous. You that's know what I'm saying? Getting through the fear, you know, that's the faith. So I think we all have fear, but it's like, do we let the fear hold us back or do we... You know, we, we, we grab the fear by the, you know, the horns and, you know, we, we strangle it and we throw it and we get past it. 
Cause fear is paper thin, bro. Mm -hmm. It's it's not even it's an illusion. It's an illusion. It's it's yeah. not even real half the time, man. And it sucks that I'm, you know, 31 and I'm starting now to learn, I'm out. learning all of this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like it's such an illusion. It's paper thin, and you know, I think the people who take the biggest risks are the most fearful, but they're probably the most courageous too because right. they're taking the risks and right. they're willing to get through the fear. And so, based off your question, your question is, you know, how do I? Oh, do you ever get scared being? Do I ever get scared? Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Right, one hundred percent. So, like, what, what? So, what pushes you through that fear? What makes you be like, you know, I gotta walk through this no matter what? Like, yeah, I and it, I think, it, man, it's so funny. It's such a great title because it always comes back to lean by example. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, say, you know, I want to run a marathon, a, a five mile marathon, or whatever, and you know, I gotta get an X amount of shape, but and, and do it in a certain amount of time, and you know. I'm gonna be fearful to run that because I never did it before. <laughs> right. And then to get that time and you know do it how I say I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. like, but I think my kids will push me. My wife will push me because it's like, yo, I gotta lead by example again. Right. I gotta do it for them. I gotta right. show them they can overcome fear. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if we if we let fear overcome us, then what are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching you know the nieces and nephews exactly. we talked about or or whoever? You know, I think it's even. I think I think I've gotten to the point now where you can even learn from. You can learn from, you know, people younger than you mm -hmm. or older than you. It doesn't matter, right? You can learn from people people older than you or younger than you. And it's like, yes. you can teach anybody to get over fear mm -hmm. by doing it. You know, right. that's the only way it works. You, you got to lead by example. You right. know, like I said, people don't do what you you say. They do what you do. So if right. you're out here doing, you know, crazy stuff, they're going to do it. And so my kids are a huge motivating factor. My wife is a huge motivating factor. And I think too, man, it's kind of like, you know, being a man, it's like a pride mm -hmm. thing too. You know, it's just nah, like, it's I, yeah. I gotta do it. If I said yeah. I'm gonna do it, I gotta do it. It's kind of like being a man in your words. It's right. like, I have to do it. No matter. It's like when we pledge, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to get deep into that, but when we pledge, it was like, yo, I'm not I quitting. I ain't gonna quit, yeah, no, I ain't gonna quit. Not at all. It's hard. Some days it was really, really fearful, like extremely fearful, because mm -hmm. you didn't know what to expect. You didn't know what's coming. But you wasn't quitting. Yeah. That's why you're on the other side of it now. So, you know, just the pride too, pride yeah. of being a man. Yeah, you know, you know what, Lou, and that, that's, that's why I love you, bro, because, you know, I, I picked you for this time for lead by example, because one of the main things that always popped in my mind was uh, when you was back in school, uh -huh. and you, you were trying to wake me and Dean up, like, yo, y'all going to the gym? And we'll be like, yeah, give us a minute. And you'll be like, all right, I'll meet y'all there. Yeah. <laughs> we go to the gym, you already did your workout in on a court hoop, and yeah. we're like, man, I said, go live and catch up. And yeah. it's like, me and Dean had that mindset of, oh, I don't want to get left behind. Let me, uh, let me yeah. catch up. Mario's already going out the house down the street. Let me actually throw yeah. my shoes on and get That's that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Yeah, exactly. I have that too with a lot of things. Really? You know? Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like with Max right now. Mm. It's like, I see his success, mm. but I also see the grind on the other side of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like a lot of people see like, you know, the success in basketball and, you know, this kid who's 6'8 and mm. you know, could potentially be an NBA player. But it's like, yo, you're not seeing, you know, the other, the other side, side of it. it. You know what I'm saying? The other side is it's crazy, but the kid is such a like he's, he's he's like ferocious, man. He's doing stuff that I always tell my dad, I'm like, he's doing stuff that grown man wouldn't do. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know no kid who from the age of sixteen's been moving all over the country, you know, to pursue his dream. Right. He's been fearful. Like it's it's been times where he's been so fearful, he's like, yo, I wanna come back home. And we're like, nah, dude, you gotta fight through it. And right. so imagine imagine them times growing up where 
I didn't do something. He's watching me. Mm. He's watching me. They're watching you. And you don't even know they're watching you. And, and I didn't follow through on what I said I was going to do. Right. Or I didn't, I didn't finish the commitment mm. because I was fearful. Then what would that have done for him? You right. know what I'm saying? He would have just quit and be like, yo, I'm coming back home. You yeah. did it. He would be like, you did it. Right. Why can't I do it? You did it. Right. And kids do that a lot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because my daughter would do that. Don't let me follow through <laughs> on something. She's going to be like, well, dad, you didn't do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? My daughter holds me accountable. Kennedy is like, She's real deal, right. you know, and she's and she's <laughs> she's so fearless though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she she has this little gymnastics bar right now, and she be getting on that thing in and, the house. In this in the house, yeah, it's like a little miniature one, huh. and she be swinging and all of this stuff. But she's fearless, and, and I know this we can. She pays close attention to every single move I make. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's another reason why I gotta lead by example because she's watching me like a hawk, dude. Yeah. And so. You know, I fall short on my commitment, you know, while she's watching, then look, look at the seed I just planted to her. And we know yeah. what seeds do, whether good or bad, they it's grow. grow. Yeah. They grow. No, and that's real because, like, the last time I saw Candy, I think at first she was hesitant on me. Yeah. But then the second you shook me up, she she was in love with me. She oh, was yeah. all over me. Hi, what's Absolutely. up? Waving 20 times. Absolutely. Like, okay, Candy, I'll see you now. When I just left out the house, make sure you tell Adrian I said hi. <laughs> I leave to go to work. Make sure you tell your coworkers I said hi. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Keep watching, man, like a hawk. I love it, I love it. So I got like two questions for you in one question, if that makes sense. So like in those moments, right, when you're going to lead by example uh -huh. and you know, when you're met by fear or even when you're not, what's your mental process? Like what are the words being said in your head that like, okay, I must do go do this or I can't let this fear hold me back within this moment. It's like. I need to go now, like within the moment. Yeah, I think it's it's me looking at the outcome. It's like you either get two outcomes, right? You get the outcome of, of discipline or you get the outcome of regret. And the last thing I want to do is, you know, be in the regret boat, right? right. You know, the discipline, you can get the discipline, but regret yeah. you got to live with for the rest of your life. Right. And I, I and it's so funny, man, because the, I've been like that since I was young, man. I remember, I remember vividly, and I'm not going to say the names, but we went to school with them, Adrian, and you will know them, I'll tell you, but... I remember, cause I didn't, I didn't smoke or drink in high school. I just wasn't into that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people around me did, but that just wasn't my thing. You know, right. I was into hooping and, you know, doing what I do. But so, they came to my house, and, and they were trying to pick me up to go out, and but they were all smoking in the car. And I literally, I walked to the car and I put my head in there. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I'll pass. Right. I'll catch up with y'all later. Right. And um, from that moment on, I was like. Being a, being a leader isn't going to be accepted by everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was like me, the, I think the, the discipline was, you know, getting past it, but, you know, your friends talking about you and, you know, you don't, it's, I guess being young, the cool thing to do was Let's smoke, yeah. was to fit in and do all that stuff. And then right. when you get older, like the cool thing to do was like when you stop Quit smoking and drinking, <laughs> it's like, yo, like you, you, you solid now, you right. good. And so, you know, they, it's so weird in high school. Like, they talk about you. Like, you're not cool because you didn't you didn't hotbox the car or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the discipline would have been my father. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not going home to that. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna have to deal with him. My father finds everything out. <laughs> I don't know how, but he, he finds does. everything yeah. out, bro. And so, you know, if I, if, if I would have did that and my father found out, I would have felt like I let him down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. you know, I think, you know, letting people down, you know, that's why I keep going or, mm -hmm. you know, just, I, I don't, I don't want to experience, you know, 
that regret or discipline yeah. feeling. You know what I'm saying? I want to be on the other side of it. It's like I thought I didn't give my all. So, yeah, for sure. You know, I know I know I messed up. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's crazy. That's your inner eating you up. For that's sure. I'd rather have somebody else on the outside Absolutely. talk about me than my inside head Absolutely. killing me on the outside. Absolutely. 100%. It's like the guilt. You know how like you know like that guilt be killing you more than you actually letting people know you did it. Like the yeah. guilt inside would just eat you up. And I, I don't like that feeling. No, I feel So I, I didn't want to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel yeah, yeah. That transparency is real, bro. Yeah. That, that guilt can really eat you. Absolutely. Eat you apart. So, um, so what do you do to keep yourself focused on being in leadership? Like, other than, like you said, you're, you know, the people, uh, thinking about the people that are going to keep you going, what do you yeah. have to do for you? Like, yeah. set alarms or like, what do you have sure. to do to keep yourself? So personally, so personally, what I do is, you know, I got like a, I have a routine that I do every single day, and, mm -hmm. and um, so I wake up by alarm. I only wake up by alarm when I gotta go to work. Right. When I don't have to go to work. I just pop up and go to the gym by like seven, eight, mm -hmm. you know, no later than nine in the morning. Yeah, early. And so, you know, I wake up by alarm, and you know, first thing I do is I pray. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, thank you God for waking me up today. Thank you God for letting my feet hit the ground. Number one thing I do. Right. And then I either put something in my ear to listen to that's positive. Or I hurry up and get dressed and I go downstairs and I do like a Bible study. But nine times out of ten, I'll listen to like a prayer or something and I'll pray with it. That's the first thing I do. I do that for like ten minutes and this pastor taught me like, you know, ten minute prayer. Um, ten minute of, you know, reading in the Bible. And then, you know, ten minutes of like, you know, praise and worship music. And so for my first 30 minutes of the day after I get dressed, you know, after I pray, I'm, I'm reading. You know, I get my 10 minutes of uh, reading the Bible in, a devotional, whatever it may be. Um, I listen to gospel music, worship music, you know, for 10, 10 to 12, 15 minutes, depending on if I get in the spirit. You yeah, know, how you feeling? Yeah, you, know, I'm you might be vibing, yeah. Yeah, I might just be vibing and, you know, <laughs> bumping it all the way to work through the office with my headphones mm -hmm. in. I mean, sometimes I'm walking through the office, you know, with my headphones in, and they're like, yo, I'm like, Trying to say good morning to you, but I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> I, got so, I got something else powerful going on in my right. ears. I, I get with you in a minute. Yeah, I feel it. And then I, you know, I, I do my devotional. And so the third, my 30 minutes of, of that is 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 towards you know um, my spirituality. And then I'll read like a personal self growth book. You know, uh, right now the books that I'm reading right now, mm. um, I can't think of this book. It's like a habit book. It's really good. And then I'm reading, um, you know, Pastor Michael Todd, really famous pastor right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm reading uh, his marriage book. Oh, okay. So I'm going back and forth between those two books. And then I'll, I'll read those and um, see what I can take out of them, jot down some notes on them. Right. Because I feel like if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do, and, and some for some people this might work out, you know, you throw on like some rap music or something. You don't know what that influence is doing to you right. by the words you're listening to. Right. You know, they say death and life is in the power of the tongue. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So what are you listening to? And so that's why I'm like very, very strategic about what I listen to in the morning. And I didn't, right. I, like I'm 31 and I'm really just now starting no, to get the hang of this. You know what I'm saying? So it takes time. But so I, then I get to work and I read my two books. And then, um, you know, I, I put on a, a, like some type of podcast or, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of motivational speakers mm -hmm. out there. You can listen to something like that. That's what I'll do. Right. Um, and then sometimes, man, I'll even sit for like 10 to 20 minutes and just meditate on everything that I've read. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think a good thing, too, is like sharing it with somebody, mm -hmm. you know, sharing what you just experienced, you know, sharing right. what you just read. Right. Because, too, 
it helps you, you know, get something off your chest, but then too, you don't know how you're helping the next person. Exactly. And so that's kind of what my morning routine looks like. And then, um, you know, after I get off, you know, I go home and, you know, I hang out with the children, which is always fun. My wife, um, you know, you know my wife and kids. My wife and right. kids are amazing. You know, they're fun. Yeah, my wife is, my wife is such a, such a, she's great. Yes. She's great nonetheless. And my kids are even greater. Uh, no, they're not even greater. I take that back. My wife is great and my kids are great. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning that my wife, you know, comes before yeah. my kids. So, but um, and then I hang out with them, man, and we kind of just finish the night off smoothly. Kennedy likes to watch a movie, mm -hmm. you know, before she goes to bed. And then, you know, one thing we always do with her, we pray before we go to sleep with her, and we read her a book, you mm -hmm. know, because we want, we want to get to the point to where, you know, our subconscious mind is thinking those con those yes. conscious thoughts, right? Because yes. you know. Growing up, man, in the inner city, bro, you can have some crazy thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, just consciously, it's like, why am I thinking like this? Right. You know, there's, there's, there's no reason I should be waking up angry. Right. You know, so when I wake up angry, the first thing I do, I'm like, I'm not angry. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you have to tell yourself, like, I'm not angry. You have to speak it out, right? Yeah. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. That's why they say that. So you have to speak it out. I'm not angry. Yeah. You know, I'm happy today. No, I'm going to have a great day. You got to speak the affirmations to yourself. You I'm know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, my first thing in the shower. I'm singing a happy song. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Lovely day. Absolutely. Whatever I gotta do, whatever song makes yeah. you feel good this time. Absolutely. I'm gonna see something that's lovely, and then same thing. I'm gonna ride to the car, head to work. For sure. Listen to some Joel Osteen. Yep. You know, it's a good positive message from God yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Something that's gonna stick with me, and then look, everybody that follows me on Snapchat, y'all yeah. see me every morning, definitely my work days. Always post a positive picture. For sure. Something. It's always just coffee with a little positive message just to make you think. Absolutely. Hope that I help somebody out. Absolutely. You know, share something that's going to keep running in my head throughout the day. Absolutely. And help me focus. You know. So no, I, I understand. Yeah, it real. And, and I understand. Like it. you said, that's just that's just training the subconscious mind. Yes. If we want to. We want to get to a point to where not only are we impacting ourselves, but we impacting those. You know, right. after us even those you know sometimes you can act you know impact people before you mm -hmm. you know we want we want everybody to have these positive conscious thoughts you know what i'm saying and then you know as a whole my morning routine is just armoring up for what the day's gonna bring me yeah you never know what's about to happen so that. i just i just i literally just armored up you know what i'm saying because i don't know when i'm finna walk into it work right mm -hmm. you know i don't know what can potentially happen on my way to work i get a flat tire you know what right. i'm saying but i want to get a flat tire but like cool let me get this fixed real quick and make it on my way back to work bro no. i caught a I, <laughs> I got a ticket last morning leave the neighborhood right really? here like yeah. literally if i left the gate i made the right yeah i went through that stoplight ticket that yeah. fast and I was mad at first heading to work, yeah. but by the time I got to work, I was to the point of... It was, it was whatever. Yeah, I'm done. I'm over yeah. it. I can't do nothing about it. I can't pay until this time anyway, so yeah. I'm let it go. I'm going to L.I.G. Yeah, it's like I, I got a flat tire maybe a month and a half, maybe a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, what am I? What are you mad about? It ain't nobody fault <laughs> you got a flat tire. Right. That, that, people it get happens. flat tires all the time. Yeah. But five years ago... Oh, I would have been pissed off that I got a flat tire. I would have, I would have thought that the world was against yes, me. Somebody that, flat my tire. That I got a flat tire. You know what I'm saying? Like, but no, it's flat tires happen. People get flat tires all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, just armoring up allows me to be able to withstand whatever's coming, my, whatever resistance coming my way. I'm, I'm able to withstand it. You know, I'm, it's, it's just bouncing off me. Now, life is gonna happen. I get that, right? Life is gonna happen. I'm not gonna be able to withstand everybody but I'm not gonna let life break me though life for sure for sure and that's why you gotta have people too in your corner that you know you can be transparent with and you can mm -hmm. go to for advice and you know who can help you out you know right. what I'm saying so exactly absolutely man. exactly yeah, so, bro. yeah real quick so 
loving the fact that you're bringing up God in a way. I just got saved last year. Oh man, beautiful. So I'm seeing the ways that he's working within me. Absolutely. Especially since you were bringing up Exodus yeah. uh, with the story of Moses and how yeah. God coached him up. So my question for you, do you have any like specific experiences where God really like helped you out within that oh, moment, what? but leveled up your leadership qualities oh, yeah. or your just your state of mind, your well-being? Has he, like what are those specific experiences for you that really leveled you up? Yeah. So 2017, I wrote my two, at the end of 2016, I wrote myself a letter in my phone about literally the world. I'm like, dude, this world is nuts. It's crazy. Right. And like I'm like, and I didn't believe in Jesus Christ at the time either. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a believer, and it's so crazy because my wife is a huge believer. That's why I say my wife is like, my wife is dope. Right. My wife has been a huge believer. My wife used to go to church without me. I'm like, I'm not going to that to that church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I get between you know giving my life to Christ and then my wife like that was life changing for me. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So 2017, I gave my life over to Christ. And in 2016 is when I wrote like this letter to myself. Kennedy was born, um, and you know it was just she. It was just me bringing her, her, her mom, me and her mom bringing her into this crazy world. It was nuts, and and I wanted something different. But you know, what what I needed was Jesus in my life. Yeah. You know, I, I needed <laughs> I needed to be saved by Jesus. And a lot of people asking like, what happened? And it's like. It's such an experience that I can't explain. You kind of just got to give your life to him and feel it for yourself. Right. You know, so many people want to, you know, I'm not really into getting into debates, you know, about, you know, religion or, you know, just your spirituality right. or faith or anything like that. You know, I I think the biggest race is the human, like, it's the human race, right? You right. know, I think when we, at the end of the day, when we all get to heaven, we all going to come through these different doors like, hey, it's the same God. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know. 2017 was like huge for me. I gave my life over to Christ and I, I felt so many transitions happen from uh, me wanting to get married for one. I wasn't married at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, me wanting to get, you know, closer to my wife, you know, praying that, you know, my wife's and I marriage is, you know, more like, you know, what how Christ wanted it to be. Right. And, um, you know, just, just fathering, you know, my children in a, in a way that, you know, Christ has fathered all of us, you know, full of grace, mm -hmm. full of love. Um, and things like that, and so you know, one, I guess a pivotal, my biggest pivotal moment was 2017, mm -hmm. giving my life to Christ in 2000, yeah, 2017. It, that was the biggest pivotal moment ever. Now, you know, when you give your life over to Christ, now you gotta be ready for you know so much, okay. you know, distractions mm -hmm. and the enemy to be fighting you twice as harder. You know what I'm right. saying? Target on your back. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so you know, I think at that point, man, it's. A lot of other people came to my life. I had, you know, mentors and my pastors came into my life full throttle, and it was just, it was, it was such a refreshing thing because I needed them because I couldn't do the journey on my own. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I think that's what a lot of people felt like. They think they that they they got it right that they're self-made. I I truly don't think anybody's self-made. I think we all need help. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? It's like you know you wouldn't be where you're at if it wasn't for somebody showing you, helping you, or leading the way for you. You know no, what I'm saying? I mean, look, keep it 100. You wouldn't be walking right now but for your mama. Absolutely. Somebody put a body in your no, mouth. No, for sure. Like, absolutely. Yeah, so, everybody needs somebody. Absolutely. So 2017 was just a pivotal year for me. So much happened. Mm. And, um, you know, now I'm just trying to, you know, just be, be more qualified and, you know, my marriage and, you know, being a father and, you know, being an example to, you know, my family, my friends and, 
you know, just being a righteous human being. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect by no by no means. And I don't, wanna, I don't yeah, I don't want to sit on this mic and sound like I'm, you know, this super perfect guy. Uh-uh. Ask my wife, she'll tell you. <laughs> not close to it. So, but I'm growing, you know, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's like we gotta have grace with ourselves. Who's born into a world of sin? Have grace with yourself, you know, and, and, and move on and be better and learn from, you know learn from your mistakes so right, right. yeah because you have to take care of yourself to fill your own reservoir so you can give to other people for sure but if you keep giving but not making sure you're okay then for sure your well's dry and absolutely. everybody else is getting dry too absolutely 100 percent. that's a good analogy right so yeah i mean so since we're on the topic of you know not being perfect and you know that's exactly why i call this the just keep swimming podcast yeah you know, i feel that we're all swimming to this island but then once you get to the island, I got another island to swim to. Yeah, man. You know, so that's why you got to just keep swimming. Stops. Yeah. So like, uh, so where are you still swimming to? Like, what are you still working on? What do you feel you have to keep yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you know what, man, that's so good you said that because it's kind of like you know I know you like Nipsey Hustle too. Yeah. And I was a huge Nipsey Hustle fan, man, and he just kind of left this, you know, this stamp on on the world that you know life's a marathon, and mm-hmm. I, I love that analogy because yeah. it's 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 nonstop. Like, I think people set goals and like, okay, that's it. It's like, okay, then you have no more purpose. What are you here for? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, absolutely. You get you get to one island, then, okay, it's time to swim right. to the next island. Get you to get to that one, then, okay, now time to swim to the next no, one. For real. And absolutely. And that's leading by example because yeah. you're showing kids, like, yo, you can go higher. You can Keep go going. higher. There is no limit. And then you can go back and pull people up Love. and go with you. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And so, what's next for me, man? I'm, I'm, I'm working. Um, you know, I, my wife, we want to strengthen our marriage. You know, I want to strengthen... You know, my relationship with my children, with, you know, my family, my friends, uh, a few business uh, endeavors that I'm on, which are which are great, phenomenal. Um, you know, I'm working with, uh, you know, Max as well, with uh, his basketball career. Um, everybody be on the lookout for Max. Yeah, tickets, tickets, sunny tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's working hard and, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I got going on, man. It's just, you know, trying to uplift the community and, and um, you know, I told myself, you know, I'm going to start getting out there. I know my pastor told me, she's like, you're always in the shadow. It's time for you to get out there. And that's really why I took on, you know, this opportunity. And I, again, thank you so much for allowing me to be on here because I thought it was such a huge opportunity. And then, you know, I know you and your brother, y'all do great work. So it's such a privilege, you know, to be on here. Like I said, bro, for me, it's, it's an honor to have you on yeah. here and just talking on the mic because I know you just dropped a immense amount of knowledge right now. Like, you probably hurt somebody's head right now. I know you did. You got somebody. You got somebody rethinking their life right now, for sure. So. Hey, it, it, it ain't all. It ain't come from not one bit, man. No. It's it's all copied. It's all duplicated. No, it no ain't we, from me. We not perfect, bro. Cause yeah. we, we got some stories. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. We got some stories where. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you was out here running the streets looking like fool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but hey, we changed a lot, man. We grew up yeah. big time, yeah. bro. And I'm I'm just honored to see where you are now, and I just know that you're going so many more levels above like, i can't wait to meet you up there yeah like, man um, oh yeah absolutely so um do you have like a quote or anything like leave us what like what quote been running in your mind lately that oh, you want to drop that's good us? oh man and so this quote really just it just touched me so <laughs> quick story so i'm at work mm-hmm. and um it's this committee that you know they asked me to be on mm-hmm. and um and so I'm running some other errands at work. Like I'm doing other other work. Right. And so I'm on my way to the meeting and the meeting starts at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so I get there at 10.02 a.m. <laughs> and so I'm late. But I didn't pay attention to me being two minutes late. And so I get in there and I walk in, right? And, and I didn't know it was going to be such a formal meeting. So in there, they in there, everybody's quiet. And I walk in, I'm like, good morning. I say good, <laughs> I say good morning to everybody. But nobody say anything back, right? And I'm like, 
we're passing the love on, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Starting so now a standard. I got my nieces. Yeah, yeah, we're starting a new standard for the family, starting a new era for the world, and we about to just, like I said, I got to change my world first, but yeah. it's going to expand, and it's going to soak out to other people's world. Absolutely, you know? but remember, have grace with yourself. Yeah, you know, ain't nobody, None of us are perfect. Have nobody. grace with yourself. You know, it's just taking that one step after another. Yeah, man, and that's yeah. exactly what it is, new. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I just want to wrap this up, man. I just want to say I appreciate you one more Absolutely. time, bro. Like, you got it, bro. this means so much to me, bro. Yeah. And I will have you on here another time because I know you got a lot more that you can oh, yeah. share oh, with yeah. the world for Absolutely, sure. Man. So, yeah, man, Absolutely. I just want to appreciate you. Uh, Donovan, man, you already know, brother, appreciate you. Yes, yeah. of course. You too, bro. Again, thanks for bringing me along. Yes, sir. Great. Yes, sir. Man, <laughs> I love you guys to the fullest, man. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. sir. So, I just want to say, everybody have a great night, great day, great evening to come. I messed that up. Great day, great afternoon, great evening to come. And just remember, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. That's that's solid, bro. That was solid, man. That's money. You just changed somebody's life, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Before you jump in the water, check out my new uh, SoundCloud. I just revamped everything. A lot of the new music that you heard from previous episodes are on there. So just go ahead, give it a follow, give it a couple likes, share it to your friends. Uh, just send me back. And just keep swimming.